Hi everyone, this is Dr. Tracy Jones. Welcome to our episode of Throwback Thursday. This is part three of a five-part series of a speech titled Leadership that my father gave. And in this next nine minutes, you are just gonna wanna listen to this next nine minutes time and time and time again. There are some absolutely just brilliant, powerful truths probably want to grab your kleenexes because some of this stuff is really just i mean it's really going to deeply touch you so my father starts again by talking about how many times he wanted to quit but by god's grace <clears throat> god wouldn't let him quit my father also talks about the price of leadership which is weariness and loneliness and he talks about how there's a difference between oneness and loneliness and leadership is so lonely but when we draw closer to christ he becomes our all-encompassing view. He also talks about how as leaders we start out with a thin skin and a hard heart, but God develops us to having a thick skin and a soft heart. Lastly, one of the favorite lines in this section is my father talks about if you learn lessons, you talk about the lessons, but if you learn Christ, you talk about Christ. So get ready. I hope you enjoy this. This is just some unbelievable, powerful truths that are going to really nurture to your heart and soul and let you know if you're paying the price of leadership, keep on paying that price. You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. You want to quit, but you got to be learning just because you want to quit, you don't have to quit. They're separate. And one day I saw it, just because you want to quit, you don't have to quit. And when I saw just because you want to quit, you don't have to quit, I decided that day I'll never quit. And since that day I decided I'll never quit, I've been able to enjoy wanting to quit because I know I'm not going to quit. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that's over. <laughs> now, you see, we laugh, but oh, dear friends, how many times I've wanted to quit the church? How many times I've wanted to quit Sunday school teaching? How many times I've wanted to quit this, quit that? But thank God, how wonderful it is to be able to laugh and know it's wonderful wanting to quit, but thank God I will not quit. And then people say, I wish I were strong, dear friend. It takes no strong person to do that. It takes a person who realizes you'll never be strong. But by God's grace, he'll allow you never to give up, even when you give up. Even when you give up, you don't give up. You just give up. No, don't give up. And you'll find when you make that decision, you'll discover new kind of loneliness. You know why? Because you never lead in a crowd. Now you'll have a oneness. You'll be a part of a family, part of a fellowship. But you'll find more and more your closest friends will be further away when Christ becomes more real. Not because you move away. You'll be a great team person. But there's just something about the person of Christ that as he becomes more real, they become more shadows. If they become more real, he becomes a shadow. It's going to be one or the other. But as he becomes more real, you'll be sweeter to them. If they become more real, you're in for a horrible life, friend. Because you were made for fellowship, not with the brethren. Fellowship with him first, who is our fellowship. <clears throat> You see, the fellowship with the brethren without Christ, you'll have more bickering and backbiting than anything in all the world. When Christ is your fellowship, you can put up with all the thumbsuckers in the world. 
because you realize you're one of them. <laughs> Amen. No use going over and wrecking another church. Stay here and pay these thumb suckers back because they deserve you. <laughs> but it's, it's good to laugh. It's good rather than playing church. Wow, wonderful it is to get in there and be at it. Loneliness. One more. One more. There's another price of leadership. What's the next one? Weariness. Weariness. They tell me this is the age of relaxation. Slow down, pace it, take it easy. You used to tell me, you ought to get a hobby. A hobby. What do I need to get a hobby for? You need to get a hobby to get away from it all. Get away from it all. I'm trying to get into it all. Not away from it all. But, but you know, I, listen, friends, and people say to me, well, 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 why do you work so hard? Listen, friend, I don't work hard, but I got to tell you this. I don't do half of what I should do with the time of God. Listen, friend, I cannot take off. I don't do too much while I'm on. You say, well, you need a hobby. Listen, I'm not telling you you need a hobby. You, you tell me I need one. If you need a hobby, get one. I got a family. I got a savior. I got a church. I got work. I got books. So when I have some time, I'll read a book. But you're going to be weary. You're going to have weary, but thank God there's a different kind of weariness. There's a difference between being bored weary and work weary. Now, you're going to be one or the other. About that guy, went to see his manager. And the manager was out taking a nap. He said, uh, he says, uh, I got a problem. He said, What's your problem? He says, Somebody insulted me. He said, What do you mean? Well, he said, um, uh, They insulted me. What do you do? They didn't, the manager didn't tell me what to do. Well, he said, I don't know what you do. You get it. He said, well, how long have you been working out here? He said, About 20 years. He said, You mean you've been, never been insulted? Well, he said, Let's see, I've been kicked. Beat on and spit on and thrown out, but nobody ever insulted me. They say, that's the way we got to be. You know the trouble with a lot of Christians? We're thin-skinned and hard hearts. You know the mark of a great Christian? A thick skin and a soft heart. You know how you get a thick skin and a soft heart from a thin skin and a hard heart? It's a wearisome process of committing your life where you won't give up. And sometimes when you give the most, you thank the least. When you try the hardest, it falls apart, blows up in your face time after time. And what are you learning? You're learning nothing. You're learning Christ. See, if you learn lessons, you'll talk about your lessons. We have too many of those people. Christ. It's wearisome. It's like the Indian chief who was drafted in the army. <clears throat> First day he was there, they blew the bugle and woke him up. Blew the bugle to put the flag up. Blew the bugle to get the mail. They blew the bugle to eat lunch. They blew the bugle to eat supper. They blew the bugle to take the flag down. They blew the bugle to put him. Every time the Indian turned around, they blew the bugle for every time. The poor Indian didn't know what to think. They had him saluting. He was saluting the general, the colonel, the captain, the lieutenant. After a few days, he went into the captain and just, he was, me quit him this army. So you can't quit the army. He says, me no like him the army. He said, well, what don't you like about it? There's too much toot him and salute him and not enough shoot him. Now, <laughs> every Christian ought to be like the Indian chief. When we go to church, we toot them and them, but nothing happens in church. That's worship time. It's through the week where we go to work. That's the where, that's where we do the shoot them. It's wearisome. Wearisome. But it's wonderful. Friend, people say, but Charlie, you tired? Why, why, why do you work so hard? I, friend, listen. Last Saturday, last Saturday week ago, I got up at 5 in the morning, drove to the airport in Columbus, Got my plane to Chicago. I got this, I got the cab and spoke. I autographed books and did a lot of things for until noontime. Rushed back to the airport, got a plane, flew to Elmira, jumped in the car, drove 150 miles to another meeting, 
It took three hours. Jumped back in the car to speak to his church service the next morning back in Chicago. Drove back to Elmore, got on the wrong road. Finally got in a hotel at 3 o'clock. I got up at 5. I got back to Chicago, jumped in the cab, went into service. About 25 guys gave their hearts to the Lord, responded to Christ. You say, well, now how long can you do that? Well, what do you, how do you mean how long can you do it? I, what, what was I doing? I had a heart filled with joy. And when you have lots to do, you'll do it. If you don't have much to do, you won't do it. I've been doing that for 35 years. All I know is this. The harder you work, the more he'll give you resurrection, power, and strength now. Amen. If you goof off, it's just the way that I don't understand it. I don't like it. I'm not recommending it to a dog. I'm just telling you whatever worker knows. But you see, you, are, you don't get able. You just do it. You see, I wish I had somebody. I wish I were on port that somebody would be waiting at every airport to drive me somewhere. I wish somebody would open up the books. I wish somebody would do something. But I've, nobody's ever been called to do that for me. So for 35 years, I just do it. I'm not complaining. I'm thankful. But I know one thing. Whether you have 10 people helping you or nobody helping you, you're going to be weary. But you're going to be weary not doing anything. You'll be weary doing it. But the price of weariness as a Christian is wonderful. And by the way, you know who knows it better than anybody else, than any man or any preacher? A mother. If you want to learn the lesson of the weariness, the price of weariness, watch a mother. If you, want to, if you want to know who the greatest people on the face of the earth are, it won't be the evangelist or the missionary who reached the millions. It'll be that dear, sweet woman who paid the price to raise that one who God made a missionary evangelist. It was wearisome, but nobody ever says anything. The price of weariness. Wasn't that incredible? I told you you'd like that. I mean, it was just so beautiful for me, for me to really listen to this speech again and understand my father talking about the price of weariness. Because, boy, it seems like so many of us are just tired, not sure when this is going to end, and just trying to get our passion and our joy and our peace back. And I love how he talks about we can be bored-weary or work-weary, and when we're work-weary, we have a heart filled with joy. And I love it when he says, you don't get able, you just do it. And it was so incredible for me to listen to him as I reflect back on watching him grow the business because I was gone doing my own thing and how you know a lot of us sit there and say well if God would just show up and bring these right people here that's immaterial you still show up and you do it and I just love how he he claims the anointing and he just gets in there and he gets to work whether someone's alongside you or not God will provide a way to make it happen and so folks if you like what you have what you heard please be sure and subscribe to our channel also we'd love to have uh, comments from you or a review. Also go over to TremendousLeadership.com. You can pick up this speech, plenty of uh, my father's other things. Thank you so much for paying the price of leadership. Thank you for being in our Tremendous pri Tribe. And thank you so much for being a part of all that we do. And uh, just you make us more tremendous. So you guys have a tremendous rest of the day and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.